Hey y'all, welcome back to Peaceful Place with Panda, and it's your girl Panda. Hopefully everybody has been doing great. If you haven't, I hope that you are doing as best as you can. And always remember it's okay to not be okay. Um, So, you know, y'all know I say this every time I start um, doing my podcast, and I'm going to get better about this, Um, but I've kind of had a lot going on, which is uh, kind of my motivation for this week's episode. This week's episode will be about coping mechanisms. So to kind of give you a reason why I'm going down the route of coping mechanisms, um, earlier this month, I lost my mother. And um, I'm not gonna lie, it was a very uh, traumatizing experience. It was a lot, it was, it took a lot out of me, as you can expect. Um, It was unexpected, Um, it was, hurtfuls it was a lot but through this process of you know everything between my mom getting sick into her last day going through um everything you know all the steps it it definitely made me start you know utilizing my coping mechanisms and I was like oh my god this is a great um episode for my podcast is coping mechanisms so the reason why I wanted to go on coping mechanisms is because I feel like there are a large range. There is definitely a large range of coping mechanisms that can be used. And just so you know the definition of what coping is, coping is a conscious and unconscious strategy used to reduce unpleasant emotions. Coping strategies can be cognitive and behavioral and can be individual or social, meaning that, you know, it could be something that you're just doing. It could be something that's in your subconscious that, you know, like you're actually making a choice. Like you're, you're subconsciously making a choice. Or it could just be something that you're subconsciously doing. Um, but then it could also be something that's just behavioral where, you know, you just start changing certain things that you do. So I took to my Facebook and to my social media because you got to go to social media when it comes to stuff like this. And I like to know people's answers. And I'm going I'm to let y'all know some of the things that I heard. And then I want to kind of go on the deep dive of some of the things that I found out with my research. So when I went on Facebook, there were a lot of people, anger, violence, drinking, crying, making a joke out of everything, working out, singing, sleep, laughter, um, last resort cry, uh, music, people said sex, people said church, some people joked and said drugs. Um, yeah, so those are a lot of the inputs that people said. And don't get me wrong, uh, some of those are very, very healthy. And then some of those, if overindulged in, can, you know, necessarily not be something great. Like, I'll be the first one to admit, I used to definitely um, run away from my problems with uh, sex and drinking and poor choices and dealing with people that I knew made me no good and bringing more toxicity to my life. Um, and it definitely was a experience. But with this, because I knew that this this pain that I felt was a different kind of pain. It was, it was a pain that I had never experienced in my life. It was probably the worst heartbreak I've ever experienced. No person has ever broke my heart like my mama did when she left me. And, um, there's a lot of ways that this could have went. This could have went really, really terribly. And I could have 
made poor choices. The things that I chose to do was to try to keep calm, um, listen to a lot of music, meditation, smoking, <laughs> a little bit of drinking. Can't overindulge for my personal reasons. Um, being like being alone, like I definitely, I'm a shut out. And it's definitely a coping mechanism as well, like to shut down and shut out everybody. And for me, I felt like that was the best way because I didn't want to give anybody my anger because I was so angry. I was more angry than I was hurt. And I didn't want to give anybody my anger. I didn't want to give anybody my frustration because it wasn't anybody else's fault. I didn't have anybody to point the blame at. I didn't have anybody that I could directly give this anger to that I felt like you know, actually deserved it. So I shut down. So I'm not saying that that's necessarily a great thing because uh, people will tell you that uh, shutting down isn't necessarily great. But if that's all you know, that's what you know. I can't sit and tell you that, you know, that's necessarily the best answer, but it worked for me. I'm not going to hold you. It worked for me. So, um, um, here are some emotional tech, let's see, emotions, focus, coping techniques for uncertain times. So, um, the things that I found on there was meditation, which is absolutely wonderful journaling. So, you know, something that you can get your emotions out. If you don't want to talk to somebody, but you feel like you want to let those emotions out and you want to acknowledge your emotions. I feel like that's one of the most important things you can do when you're coping or when you're just dealing with day-to-day stuff, harsh stuff in life. It is okay for you to acknowledge how you feel about it. I'm not saying going to overdrive. Oh, they got me fucked up. Oh, you know, all of the negative energy towards that person. No, just acknowledge. They have me fucked up. The situation is messy. I would have never done them like that. This situation hurts me. Whatever it is, acknowledge how you feel. And if you have to just do that, do that through journaling because you feel like you don't have anyone that's trusted, definitely do that. Definitely. Um, positive thinking. And I've done that too. So positive thinking, like as much as I have these negative thoughts, these dark thoughts, these horrific thoughts um I try to always pair them with good thoughts like okay I I hate the fact that I can't I can't see my mom again like it it sucks and the concept of not being able to call her breaks my heart every time and trust me I've had the thought to call her several times and it's been two weeks and I've had the idea to call her several times and talk to her and I get sad. I'm pretty sure you how my tone changed. I get sad when I think about that. And I get a little angry and frustrated because I'm like, it's not supposed to be like this. We were supposed to have more time. But when I think about it and I think about the life that my mom lived and, you know, the person that she was, she was a beautiful soul. And nobody that's ever came in contact with her could ever say that she wasn't a beautiful soul and that she wasn't a happy person and that she didn't touch everybody that she came in contact with. And it was it was almost impossible not to love her. See? Yeah, I'm still mad at the fact that I can't call her. But I take peace in knowing that she touched a lot of people's lives, but she's also at peace now. She's not in pain. She's not having to deal with the day by day. And you hear that from people and 
from the wrong people, I won't hold you. I won't receive it because if you didn't know my mom or you don't know me and my mom's relationship well enough, I feel like you're just giving me a can't response. But whatever. Either way, I'm 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 going off on a ranting tangent. Um, one of the huge things you have to do is forgiveness. When it comes to coping, forgiveness is so huge. And understand, forgiveness isn't for the person that you're forgiving. Because regardless of whether or not you forgive them, whether or not you hold on to that anger, that hostility, that person is still living their life. They haven't went and paused their life because, oh, Amanda's still mad at me. Oh, Amanda hasn't forgiven me so I still have to sit here in this stag- stagnant point. I have to sit in this point of stagnation in my life until she forgives me. No, they don't do that. They keep going on about their business as opposed to you sitting and you mad, you losing sleep at night, you frustrated, you in tears because they got you fucked up. They've had you fucked up. And it's fucking up your mood, probably messing up relationships around you or, you know, the people around you can feel your negative energy. And, and all... It, at the end of the day, they're not bothered by it. You are. So you have to forgive those people. I'm not saying forget. Never forget. I, I won't ever tell somebody to forget. But forgive. And, and this this is like for coping mechanisms for a lot of different things. Whether it's like life is getting hard or you have a relationship problems. Or you're where I'm at. Where, you know, I'm grieving the loss of my mother. So... Forgiveness is huge. Like, that's one of the things that I definitely, I'm definitely an advocate for forgiving people because it's not for them. It's always for you. It's okay to be selfish in that way to forgive them. Don't let somebody else have a hold on you if they don't need to, especially if it's in a negative um, connotation. Um, Reframing, talking, and of course, the best that they tell you is therapy. Um, I commend a lot of people for doing therapy. I definitely, um, I'm an advocate for therapy. Y'all know I like to joke and say I am your favorite unlicensed therapist. And I can be. But therapy, I feel like, is important. Especially me being a black woman and, you know, being brought up in the 90s. My family, my people didn't believe in therapy. They thought that that was for lack of better words, white people stuff. I'm not a racist, but that's just the words. And I feel like I'm not the only person that's heard that in my um, time. But growing up, I was always told that therapy was something that, you know, we ain't need therapy. We ain't need therapy. We just go to church. Don't get me wrong. If prayer works for you and church works for you, I am not opposed to that. Do what works for you as long as it's in a healthy way. The main point of this podcast today is just to go through your options. Um, Let's see. So here are five types of five types of coping mechanisms. You have appraisal, which appraisal focus, which is the additive cognitive problem focus, additive behavioral. Um, emotionally focused, occupational, and meaning-making. So, in the list of all of those things, um, appraisal. So, you have somebody that is still not not necessarily somebody. It could be you. You could be trying to find the silver lining in the situation and trying to, 
just acknowledge the good in the situation as opposed to stand in the bad. And when it comes to problem focus, yeah, like if you are, if it's a situation or something that is having you to cope, that it is something that you can fix and you can focus on whatever it is to make the situation better, make the situation not a situation anymore, absolutely go for it. Because who has time for that? If you could do something about it, do something about it. I'm not even going to sit there and deny that. Unless it's you doing something about it and it's not necessarily conducive to your life because we're not going to do that. Um, emotion focus. Um, a lot of people will deal with their coping by making emotional-driven decisions and in my opinion this is just my opinion because like I said I am not a licensed therapist but in my opinion a lot of the times when we do stuff that's emotionally driven it comes out to be poor choices and the reason why I say that is because when we're thinking emotion we're not thinking about the whole picture we're just thinking about how we feel about the situation we're not thinking about the logistics of everything and the logic of what's going on um but that's just me anytime that I've acted emotionally I've definitely come to regret my emotional choices not all the time but you know sometimes I've had to give myself a side eye at the choices that I've made because yeah and then last but not least while we're talking about coping mechanisms, we cannot go into coping mechanisms without talking about the bad coping mechanisms, like directly the bad coping mechanisms. So negative coping, um, negative coping mechanisms or negative coping responses can be considered like you criticizing yourself. Like me personally, I was like, I should have spent more time with my mom. I should have left. I should have been down there. I should have been, been spending time with her. I should have. But it's like, why beat yourself up? Because if you dwell in it, it's just going to make you worse. It's not really coping. It's not really helping. It's making things worse. Um, driving faster in a car, you can become more reckless. Um, meaning that, you know, you just like, I don't really care about life. You know, I don't have much left to live for. I don't really care. I give a fuck about none of this. That's not necessarily good. So please be safe. Um, chewing on fingernails, you know, like, you know, you're nervous, your knee shakes a lot and you're biting on your nails. That's definitely a bad habit to have because nails are dirty, regardless of whatever the hell people say. Nails are fucking dirty. Um, becoming more aggressive or violent, meaning that, you know, you're, you are being more abrasive with people around you. You're being more hostile with people around you more than you usually would be because you don't know how to handle your own emotions. And because you don't know how to handle them, you're giving all of the hostility, all of the negative, all the hurt. You're giving it to somebody else who does not necessarily deserve it. Um, irregular eating, meaning you're either overeating, you're emotionally eating, you're eating way too much, or you're skipping meals. Like, don't get me wrong, I'll never be the person that'd be like, force yourself to eat. No, but at the same time, you have to stay healthy because in my head, my process of all of this is as negatively as I've wanted to react to this and, you know, handle this situation. I feel like whatever negative ways I use in coping, eventually I'm going to come from out of this. I know I am because we're strong enough and you are too. Always remember you're strong enough to get up out of, of whatever dark hole you find yourself in. But because I know that I am strong enough to find myself out of this, I have tried to avoid 
all of the bad coping mechanisms that can have me looking at myself differently or could um, affect my relationships in my life, whether it's me and my wife, whether it's me and my friends, me and my kids, or anybody else that matters to me in my life. So I definitely try not to um, use any of my coping mechanisms to, you know, in a negative way. That's why I'm striving for good coping mechanisms. Um, Smoking, doing drugs, you know that. You know, I'm obviously I can't talk about uh, people that smoke because, yeah, but uh, I, you know, I'm not sitting there saying do coke, try molly, try crack. Nope, no. Um, that's not good. As well as overindulging in alcohol. Um, we've seen it in the best of people. We've seen it in the worst of people. I feel like that's a lot of people's coping mechanisms because it's you want to be numb. Trust me, I understand. I have been at that point of wanting to be numb and not feel anything. I'm not going to lie. I had a definitely had a night where I definitely overindulged in alcohol. But I felt that shit the next day. Um, I hope in this podcast, this episode, you got something that you needed. I hope that everything in life for you is working beautifully and that you only are being able to receive the good in life, even though you may have to handle the bad in life. I hope you're only receiving, indulging, and living in the good in your life. Because life is short. Live every day. Don't forget to tell the people that you love you love them. Don't forget to tell the people that matter that they matter. Give people their roses while they're here. Love them while they're here. Make sure they know how you feel about them while you're here. If you have any kind of resentment in your heart, towards somebody that you care about and that's the reason why you're not dealing with them right now open your mouth speak your truth tomorrow is not promised later today is not promised as always i am your unlicensed therapist i will attach my email address to this and understand oh sorry wait pause I know it's not, I'm going to be honest with y'all. One of the things that I feel like is a good coping mechanism and has been a wonderful coping mechanism to me is a support system. Like a lot of people, like they don't, they don't say that in the books. They don't say that in the books because a lot of the stuff that I've read to y'all in my horrible handwriting is stuff that I've read because I do research for you guys before I do these podcasts. But one of the things that I did not see in any of these things and I didn't see anybody say Like, I don't know if it's a coping mechanism, but one of the things I cannot put enough emphasis on, support system, a healthy support system. A healthy support system is so important, you have no idea. I will say this to the top of my lungs, to the heavens. If it wasn't for my support system, if it wasn't for my sisters, if it wasn't for my brother, if it wasn't for my wife, if I didn't have that support system, I'd... I don't, I don't know if I would have made it through this because I had a lot of dark days and I had a lot of days where I absolutely forgot everything that I've learned when it came to my mental health and the things that I've grown in my mental health. So sometimes it's okay to lose all sense as far as you forgetting what you've taught yourself, what you've learned, what you've grown from. But... I always know it's good to have an emotional 
and mental support system that are conducive to your life. Because you can have a support system and those people could be just as toxic. So please also be considerate of when you are building your support system. Take a real look at the people that you consider your support system. Because just because they seem like they are there and, you know, they have your best interests at heart. And sometimes they can, but just because what they consider their be- your best interest, it don't necessarily be. So always be conscious of your support system, too. Please. I cannot put enough emphasis on that. But um, like I was saying, y'all be great. Thank you for taking the time to listen. As always, um, it's always great to talk to you guys. And like I always say in all my podcasts, I'm going to get better about this. But I am. I'm really actually going to get better about this. I'm going to... um try to do this more often because this is one of the things that are helping me me bouncing into my creativity is one of the things that is keeping me busy and I guess you could say it's a coping mechanism as well so uh, with that being said thank you for taking the time to listen to me I hope you got something from this I hope I am not as scatterbrained as I think I am because I think I sound very uh, scatterbrained But once again, this is Peaceful Place with Panda. This is your girl, Panda. Um, And y'all have a great day. Be great.